rich, middle class, and poor, you know, in the United States. We're all living in relatively uh, the same place. Um, it's not like that in a lot of other countries. This, um, and have the ability to be poor, to come from nothing, and to make your way up. That's, um, that, that is an American trait, and that's something that if we become a socialist, communist nation, you're, you're going to lose. So the only ones that are going to profit are the people on the top, top echelons, which ironically they're already pretty much up there. I don't know why um, they want to go further. Um, they obviously are blinded by their, their, greed, their greed and their power because the truth being told is, you know, even for their benefit, if they do all that, they're going to lose something because the perfect example is some of these um, African countries, like their leaders, whether it's a military dictatorship or whatever, those guys are rich. I mean, they can, they sit on gold commodes and, and wipe themselves with silk. I mean, they, they have no wants. And, but the thing is, you look out their windows, you see their people are living in mud huts and just, just living in utter poverty. Well, you say, well, from that person's point of view, the dictators, I mean, what's that matter to him? Well, here's the deal. Like I said, I just, I just said a undescript African country. I don't know. I don't even know who I'm talking about. Uh, I'm sure I, I could get on the internet and find a name or whatever. But the thing is, do you understand what I'm saying? We're the greatest country in the world. Everybody knows who our president is. Everyone knows who our people are. Great things come out of this country. That African country I'm talking about, they might get some diamonds and some lumber and maybe some cattle. They're nothing. But a country like this, where a highly developed, cutting edge, leading, we lead America, or excuse me, America leads the world in almost everything. And, you know, so in essence, they're sacrificing that. I mean, because they want that little extra bit of power and they feel that they know how things work better. Um, you know, I think Bill Gates has, um, is one of them because he seems like he's rearing his ugly head up. I used to like him. I don't anymore. But the thing is, the, man, the man's a genius. The man has done great for himself. The man's made incredible um, leaps for this country and technology and all, all the above. But, um, you know, and I, and I give the man honor for that and respect. That's, that's great. But the thing is, I don't need you telling me how to run my life. Truth is, I probably need your help running Windows 95 or whatever. But as for... Um, me living my life and how I raise my children and how I my religious beliefs and my freedom to bear arms and and basically do whatever it is that I want to do um, which is basically just raising my family there's really like three or four things that I do in life um, I work I raise my family and I go to church and then you probably add that I work again because I work a lot that's that's part of the American dream I, I enjoy working that's an apology um, to all my friends that have been asking me to do a podcast and um, I hadn't been able to. It's because I'm always working. I'm always doing something. It's part of the American dream. It's, it's what I am. But um, I, consider, I consider getting on here and talking to you guys an honor. I very much enjoy it. This is, this is, this is fun for me. It is, it is work, but it's fun. Um, if, it was, if it was really uh, hard work that paid, I'd probably be doing it every day. But, you know, I don't really get paid to do this. Um, 
you know, they, the amount that they pay me for my podcast is quite small, but I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing it for my passion for this country um, and hoping that I can encourage people to stand up for what is right in this country and hopefully preserve it for, for us and our children. Um, you know, but if we, if we fail, you know what? We tried. And the thing is, I hope that the, in the end, if, if, if this, whether this happens, if, it, if we're able to take back our country or not, I hope that in the history books is kind to us. I hope that it mentions, like there was, there was a movement of, of men and women that, that loved their country and they, they loved their God and they, they felt that they were under attack, all their freedoms, and they were willing to put themselves on the line to, to fight for this thing. Uh, that we call freedom um, and liberty. Um, like I said, you know, whether whether it uh, it ends good or not is is yet to be seen. But I do feel that we, um, if the sleeping giant of patriots wake up, I think that we can give our liberal Democrat socialists a run for their money, and I think we can push them back. I think that we can take back our White House for another four years and hopefully smash these punks back another eight years after that. Um, you know, because you got to remember, our, my, my good buddy Donald Trump is still trying to roll back all the damage that the, the eight years of the horrible Obama administration did. Um, not to mention the, the damage that the Clinton administration did. Um, you know, I, I always liked um, my buddy Bush, but I mean, I'm not exactly 100% pleased with his eight years. I voted for him. I'm not complaining. I think he did a fairly good job, but um, I think he was probably a little bit more moderate than uh, than I am. But um, at that time period, I guess he did okay. But this is this. There's no time for being a moderate. Is you have to be. You're either with them or you're with us. There's no in betweens right now politically. We're, we're at a divide and um, you know the two the uh, coup de gras is um, she's in full swing um, that's the end game that's what we're looking at um, a couple days ago I had got real inspired and I actually wrote something and I'm gonna read it to you here in closing my sadness and horror has deepened as this year continues to unfold. Although I know the works of evil have been hard at work in this great land even before I was born, in the year of my Lord 2020, I watch as everything I once held so dear as freedom-loving, God-fearing Americans is taken from us. Without a fight, they take it. Without a cry, they take it. Even a child cries when his candy is snatched away. Why, oh my fellow countrymen, do you cover your face and say nothing? Why do you hide in your house and tremble? Was this great country built by cowards? Were men and women of weak minds the conquerors of the American continent? Where have you gone, oh patriot? Where are the brave? Your country needs you. Is there any left? Do I stand alone? Evil men prevail when good men do nothing. Must we watch as our freedom to worship our God is taken from us, our right to defend our life, limb, and property, our right to bring up our children the way they should go. 
must we be put in bondage, that same bondage that our forefathers fought and died to free us from? I say no. I say never. I say let the battle lines be laid. We the people will stand. We will fight for our beloved country and the freedom we hold so dear. My fellow countrymen, cross the Rubicon with me. Let us look back, not look back. We were born free, so let us die free. Is it not better we die today than live a hundred years as slaves to tyrants? Stand up and fight. Let the sword of freedom be drawn from its scabbard. Let us charge the enemy of liberty. It will, it will fight. We will win. If we stand, we will conquer our enemy, for they are cowards and deceivers. For the spirit of America that I once knew is a conquering courage mixed with innovation, endurance, and the industry to prevail against overwhelming odds. That is who we are. Fight with me, my fellow patriots. The second shot be heard around the world. As it has been said, give me liberty or give me death. This has been Curtis Fitzpatrick. I appreciate you listening to um, my uh, podcast, and I'll talk to you next time. God bless you.